You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, everybody. It's that time of the week again. Um, Sunday Q&A. I'm down here today because my phone's playing silly buggers. It, um, it does that thing where it says you've got a full battery and then it gets down to about 70% and then it dies. So I've got a new phone coming next week uh, when the one is all singing or dancing, Samsung S10 things, which has got loads of cameras. Brilliant for YouTube. And loads of memory. Brilliant for YouTube. So even wonderful more HD videos because you can tell by the professional quality of these videos that's something I truly care about. Really, it's about getting a message across. So... Sandy Q&A, what's been happening? Firstly, I want to do a few shout-outs. My way of saying thank you. Um, hello to Adrian, the guy that I met on that coffee job. We'll come to that at the end. Uh, we had done two days on the coffee job. That's very interesting. Um, a shout-out to the guy who I met on London Wall with the most fabulous teeth. He's, you know, when they pull around in the van, they go, oh, you're that case from the chief. So he was lovely. Hello, mate. Good luck, I hope you took loads of money. He was on his way to his first job, I was on my second because of the coffee. And a shout out to the guy that I met on the motorway because I'm driving down the motorway, I'm on my hands free, I've got my earphones on, I'm talking to Adam. And there's, you know, like out of the corner of your eye, you think, hang on a second, that's been, that guy's been level with me and I'm waiting for him to say, your tail is down or something. I've turned up and there's this guy in a medium wheelbase fan and a cap in shorts going, real that guy. So, hello mate, hope you took money. Right, that's a shout out of the way. What we got this week? Um, Message from Valentine Morgos. Probably got your name wrong, sorry. The question was this. Um, the job was 220 miles, sort of Luton van, and so he charged 120 miles, that's 265, 268, 270 for the job, that's about right. Um, should he add on the two pound, the, the waiting time? He said it took an hour to load and an hour to unload. It depends. When you bought the job, did it say on it, you've got there will be time to load and unload. You will be required to load and unload. If it said that to begin with, you ain't got a leg to stand on. What you do is you could ring them and say how long. Um, really what you do, if, you, if, it's, if, they tell you, if they didn't tell you, if you got there and they said they just wanted a loot and van going for those miles and the guy said, well, we've got to load on these, these 150 boxes, at that point, then ring the shipper and go, look, I've got to load on 150 boxes, um, it's going to take me an hour. It's going to take me another hour at the end. You've got to throw me a few quid. Like I say, these people are flexible. I did a job on Saturday morning. I had to take a pallet of gear up to Leicester Football Club. In fact, I started to do a video about it, and then the video packed up. And what happened was we got there. The job was due booked at eight. I got there at quarter past seven. I thought, if I can get it on early, get off early, get me Saturday back. The warehouse staff were there. They said, we can't let it go without IT. Well, I can't charge waiting time for that because I'm three quarters an hour early. So I went, okay, no problem. I can get some petrol, back in a bit, get some diesel. So I came back, I got there at eight. The pallet went on the van about 20 past eight. But they said, we can't let you go without the paperwork. And we've got a new system going and we can't print the paperwork off. And I went, I can make my own paperwork. No, it's got to go with the paperwork. I went, all right then. So at 25 past eight with no paperwork, I rang the shipper. And I said, look, here's the situation. I've been here since quarter past seven. That doesn't affect you. But I was here bang on eight. I was loaded at quarter past eight, but I'm still sitting here. And the shipper was lovely. He turned around, um, I think his name's Lewis. 
and he turned around and he said, well, that's outrageous. He said, we, we, we've posted this job on Monday. They've had six days to sort it out. He said, yeah, I, I, I said, well, look, give me, I'm 25 pound an hour, give me 25, 30 quid. I'll be more than happy, I'll just wait. He said, I'll put 30 pound on the job now. So there you go, my 150, I kind of underquoted it because it was, uh, it was High Wycombe to Leicester and I thought it was 100 miles, it was 120 miles. And I quoted him 150 because it was a Saturday and I knew I wasn't going to get a return job. As it was, I got 190. The paperwork finally arrived. Yeah, he put on another 40 quid in the end. The paperwork turned up at 10 past nine. I was up to Leicester Football Club by 11 o'clock, pulled on their massive forecourt, put it through a metal door and by about one. Not a bad Saturday morning's work, 190, less me diesel, probably get one and a half out of that. It's not bad. Give me paperwork in the afternoon. So, but yeah, so the answer to your question, mate, is if they put on the job to start with, you there will be time required to load and unload. You have to factor that into the price. If you get there and they start messing you about, after 20 minutes, 25 minutes, then ring in, negotiate with the shippers. Some are better than others. They tend to know how much money they've got on the job. But what they can then do is they can then ring the customer and they can go, right, my guy's been there. My guy's been there this much. You're messing him around. You're going to have to give me more money. And if they agree, then they'll give you more money. Maybe they get them to drink out of themselves. So that's the answer to that one. Um, and that also, that, that's Jonathan Lawrence asked the same kind of question. Jonathan, I hope that answers your question, mate, that kind of, um, to do with it. There is, in fairness, there is, Jonathan asked me, um, how much should you grow on time rather than money? There is a video on the, on the video, on, on the stream, on the channel, which gives you a rough breakdown of how much to charge if you're charging an hourly rate on a van or if on a mile job. Normally, you work out which one's dearer. If it's 300 miles, you'd quote by the mile. If it's four miles, but, you know, it's central London, you'd quote by the time. You know, so it's, the job's going to take an hour and a half. You go, well, I'm in a small van. I'll quote that 45 quid, 35 pound for the first hour, 15 pound for the second. Because central London doesn't move. It's hateful. <laughs> it really is. So there we go. Anyway, um, Mike Morris, what kind of insurance do I need other than man and van and goods in, and good, and goods in transit if I want to run? Sorry, what, what kind of insurance do I need other than hiring reward? And goods in transit if I want to run man and van. Now, this makes some sense. If you're going to do a loot and van, you can. There's not a lot of work at weekends, but there's a lot of small removals at weekends because a lot of people work during the week and need to move at weekends. So potentially you could run on the exchange Monday to Friday and Saturday with a loot and van, you can quote them 250 or maybe 330, get a mate in, pay them 80 quid, make your life easier, and do small removals like one-bedroom flats, two-bedroom houses, make sure they haven't got too much stuff. If you have to do a couple of trips, you can go, look, we're doing, if we do an extra trip, additional trip, we'll bung on another 50, 80 quid, depending on how far it is. It's around the corner, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you can get yourself a day's work that way. On the exchange, you need hire and reward or light haulage. There's not a lot in the difference between the two, so I recommend hire and reward. And you need goods in transit up to five grand. It was, I've got 10, I think I've got more now actually, you know, depending on what you're transporting. The only thing you might want to add um, if you're doing man and van at the weekend is public liability insurance, which we could all potentially add. Uh, do you need it? Not necessarily, but it's like 40 quid a year and they cover you up to five million pound. So for the sake of an extra you know, an extra roast. It's kind of worth having, like, you know, so there you go, your choice. Uh, what else we got? Oh, welcome to the, welcome to our world. Up to me, Pappy, he's got his stuff through. He's going, he's doing the thing. Good luck, my friend. You know where I am if you need me. Uh, oh, yeah, we have one from Damon Shaw. Is there a lot of work out of Belfast? 
Now, not being from Belfast, I don't actually know. And bearing in mind that I do, I mean, I always said when I started this, I'd be quite happy to get jobs over there and jobs back again. You know, like you got a Glasgow, I can take jobs to Glasgow. Well, you can, but the thing is, I mean, despite the fact that the job itself pays very well, it doesn't always work out as clever as you think it does because you're going up to Glasgow, so you're going to do a tank of diesel. And then you've got to find someone to stay for the night or you're keeping your van, which is fine. Um, and then you've got to get a job coming back from Glasgow, which doesn't always work out exactly. You're not going to get like, you know, Dunstable to Glasgow and then Glasgow to Dunstable. So you might get ones in between. And, and you're knackered because you've just done like six, eight hours on the road. And, and I find that when you actually break down the two days, Glasgow and then Glasgow and back, I can get the same kind of money just running a couple of decent local jobs and still be at home to see the family of a night time and get to sleep in my own bed. So as it stands at the moment, until long distance crazy money jobs come up, I'm kind of happy just running. Um, furthest I tend to go is Manchester and Newcastle and that's if I can get in early because then I know I'll easily make my way back and I'll get a good day's wages. And I've been at home. You know, it's not, for some of you guys, I know the, the two the two Polish lads I met yesterday, they're sleeping in the van, they're making a go of things. They've been out about six months, they're getting decent money. They was up to Manchester yesterday. They were, same as me, they were dropping up in Manchester. They said, well, then we're going to go find a pub, watch football. Good luck, let's hope your team won. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of, so as for the Belfast thing, I know there's a lot of jobs coming from, England to Belfast, and they pay good money. You know, the sort of HBC, even a small van job, taking it from like here to Cork, you can get three, four hundred quid for this kind of stuff because you've got your ferry on board. So potentially, if you can get a job out of um, of Ireland, bring it over to England, drop it off, and then get a job from England and drop it over to Ireland, going backwards and forwards. And if you know what you're doing and you've done the ferry, you can make big dough on this, I assume. I haven't done it. If any of you guys have, please leave something in the comments. Let me know. Um, while we're on the subject of that, me and me mate Alan again, we've been talking. Uh, we're building a website. We're trying to get to the other side. We're trying to get the jobs booked directly because if you can get your CX coming back, but you can get some decent start quote in the money, the shippers quote, that's got to be the way forward. So there's a logo, there's a website looking into doing something like that. He's doing it. I said, why are you doing it? He's doing it for me. He's a lovely guy. And he went, the thing is, he said, I think he wants to try and do something together. But he says, I need somebody who, who, I, who I know is going to put the hours in. He said, I had a partner before and um, he didn't put the hours in. And he knows that I work 15 hour days. <laughs> so I think it might be something to do with that. But um, anyway, the long and short of it is we're getting a website. And as a result of the website, I'm going to do a little forum. You can all talk to each other in case you've got any problems. I might do a mechanical forum. This is all coming. And also... Um, I did have, thank you very much to um, Howard Carey, who sent me through his, uh, his, his story of the worst job ever. Um, he says, and I've, I put it on an email, I tried to print it and I accidentally archived it, and now I don't know how to archive it, so you've got to bear with me, I've got to remember. He said, well, it wasn't the worst job ever, it was the most unusual job to date. He says, um, what he did, the guy rang him up, he said, have you got like a metal bulkhead? And he says, well, it's kind of metal grill, you know, that kind of, so you can see through it. He says, how are you with animals? He says, I'm all right. Well, he says, um, I want you to transport a dog. And he said, I'm fine with dogs. Happy with dogs, like dogs. So he says, he's turned up at this place. He said, it's a security dog. He says, it's like a bear. He's put me through a, a picture. If I can ever print it, I'll put it on the page. This thing is the size of like a, size of a motorbike. And they went, right, well, what you've got to do is you've got to drive down the motorway for three hours. And the guy says, um, is, is it 
is he, is he sort of friendly? He said, yeah, he's kind of friendly as long as he doesn't get the command. It's a bit ominous, isn't it? You know, so anyway, so he says, I'll put it in the van. A bit nervous, stuck it in the bulkhead. It's in a cage, it's in the bulkhead. And he said, then for three hours, I'm driving down the motorway and there's a picture of his face and there's a picture of his dog's head behind him like, I'm going to get you. Anyway, got him, no issues. Got it back. It was a security dog. You know, so they basically take it round. The dog's perfectly well trained. And the guys turn around and he says, um, get at it. He says, um, do you want a cup of tea? He said, no, thanks. <laughs> Signed the POD. He said, absolutely fine. The dog was fine. He said, but for three hours, I drove down the motorway with sort of like the dog from Damien sitting behind me, which is quite amusing. And while we were on the subject, oh, that's gone bright. Um, you can turn off at any stage. I've done the questions, but today's, I just want to talk you through the coffee job. The coffee job was brilliant. This, but I mean, you might've seen it on the CX. It was that one where, um, pick up a load of tins, wait all day and restock. I'm going to make this short. And basically we drove down to, I drove down to Embankment Station and, um, we basically got the metal tins, like we say Starbucks on them. You tip the tins into the, into the, bins and then like the youth wheel it around the corner where they stand outside the um the tube station going complimentary coffee sir complimentary coffee until they've emptied their bin and then they wheel it back to you and you tip the next lot in well i knew that i was going to be driving around all day trying to find somewhere to park and there was a bit of pavement i thought i'm just going to pull up on this pavement and i kind of figured well i thought i might get away with it you know i'm waiting for the guy to come around with a moped and give me a ticket i'll move it mate i'll move it but then i was while i was waiting i thought well while i'm sitting here Rather than just, um, you know, <laughs> rather than just sit in the van, I might as well help them. So I ended up giving the coffee out as well. It was great fun. There's a little video I'm sure you've seen. Um, anyway, my youth were brilliant, and we, we got through the whole job. I was done by 10 past 10. I got there at half six in the morning. By 10 past 10, we was empty. And, of course, I didn't go back. I'd nicked another couple of jobs. Got back to the yard on a Thursday night, and I bumped into this um, Adrian bloke again. He said, what time are you finished? I said, I was done by 10 past 10. He went, What? Four o'clock. He says, my mob, they filled the bins in. They walked into the middle of the park because they thought people might like coffee in the park. Handed them out randomly. Had an hour off for lunch. Oh, I went, no. No, we were done. Having said that, the second day I pulled on the pavement. I didn't get any mopeds, but there is a great big state-of-the-art security camera. It's white old place. It's going to be. The policemen have machine guns. So chances are I've got two tickets coming through the post. But even by the time that I've done my diesel and my congestion and my ultra emissions charge and the, and, and, and the parking ticket, which I think is £90, but if you're paying two weeks down to 45 I'm still on like £165 for the job and I've done in three hours. So I'll still take it. Fingers crossed I don't get one. Anyway, that's kind of it. Like I say, things are developing, website is coming, forum is coming. You'll be able to talk to each other. You'll have to listen to me. Uh, I hope you're all well. Anyone starting new, good luck. Anyone who saw me, I love it. I do. At first, I thought, "What's that? Who's he? Who's he waving at me?" Now I kind of get it because you kind of think, "Who's listening to me?" But people are, and I really hope I'm helping, and I really hope you're um, all doing very well. And on that note, it's Sunday, so I'm going to go and contemplate cutting the grass. See you next week. Hopefully, my new phone. Have a wonderful week. Take care. Take mine. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. 
Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.